You're listening to Tall Americano with Rob Clark. So I wanted to share with you three things that I have learned from TikTok, meaning three observations that I have from watching and consuming and creating on TikTok. Now, you probably have heard of TikTok, but just in case you haven't, it's a social media app. And it's one of those where you can create content, 15 seconds, 30 seconds, 60 seconds. And, but the different thing with this one is, is that you can have preloaded music, preloaded sounds, and it's caught on. It's been around for a few years now, but it does have over a billion downloads. So it just shows you how well used it is around the world, how well known it is around the world. So chances are, if you have a teenage or even as young as eight or even maybe young as six, um, son or daughter, then chances are you're familiar with TikTok. But here's three things that I've learned from my time using and creating and posting on TikTok. One is that it's not for everyone. Now, this is something that seems, of course, just very uh, common sense, very basic. But you hear things like, I just don't get TikTok. I just don't understand I don't see what all the fuss is about. But I think that's true in most things, meaning that you can't make something for everybody. There are going to be people that just don't get it. Even It doesn't make it right or wrong. So, for example, cilantro. I don't get cilantro. Uh, decorative pillows on my bed. I don't understand why we have those. I just don't get those. But doesn't mean that it's necessarily wrong. And a lot of people... Uh, my wife being one of them, uh, loves cilantro and wants decorative pillows on her bed. But what I'm trying to get at is, is that you can't create something for everybody. You can't try to please everybody. If you do, then you're going to create something that's vanilla. And it's going to basically try to please everybody and in the end, reach no one. And so you maybe have heard that before, but it's worth repeating again, that whatever you're doing that you cannot make everybody happy, that you can't make something, that you can't provide value to all people all the time. My second observation from using TikTok is that there is an advantage for being early. Now, if, even though there's a billion people that have downloaded the app, there still is a lot of people that are only consuming and not creating. In fact, most of my followers, and, and I don't know most of them. In fact, I, I don't think I know any of them except for some family and friends. Most of them don't have any videos, meaning that they watch videos, they like videos, and they share videos, but they actually don't create themselves. And therefore, there's more people on the platform that are looking for content that is being produced. So, so if you're early, then there's a chance that your videos are going to get watched more just because there's not enough videos for everyone using the platform. And of course, this applies to many different things. Uh, one of the things I heard people talk about over and over again is real estate. That if you get on real estate early enough, then when you buy it when it's cheaper, then as time goes by, as the demand gets bigger and more popular, then it increases in price. And this would be the same for stocks as well. Think about how how much would you want to buy stock before it even went public from Facebook or Google or Amazon or Apple, uh, even when it has gone? I, I personally know of people that bought Apple stock 20 years ago, 25 years ago, 
And they're very happy that they got in early, even though it wasn't necessarily early. So there is an advantage in most things to get in early. And if it's one of those things where you're not necessarily going to get on a platform just because you want a big following, just getting in earlier makes you understand how things work. And that leads me to my third observation. The third thing that I've learned from TikTok is that it's important to go where people are at. And what I mean by this is I was at Costco the other day, and as I was going up and down the aisles, there was this mom shopping with what I would assume is a 12-year-old girl. And she starts doing this dance. And the minute she does this dance, I look at her and I say, renegade, renegade, because it's the dance that every 12-year-old girl on the planet is doing right now, and you know the song that goes along with that dance. And so she gave me a smile. And same thing, as I coach my, my youngest son or as I coach my daughters in basketball, the thing that impresses them most, meaning that I could tell them everything that I've done in my 42 years of life, and they really wouldn't care that much. But yet, the minute they hear that I have a TikTok that's been watched over 100,000 times, then all of a sudden, they want to talk to me. They want to see it. They want to know what I need or what they can do to have more TikTok followers. Now, I'm not saying that's necessarily a good thing. Uh, I'm not saying that every teenager should be striving to be TikTok famous. But what it taught me and what I think is interesting is that that's their world right now. And again, whether we as parents want to say it's right or it's wrong or whatever we may want to say about it, that's where they're at. And so if I want to connect with a younger demographic, then this is one of the ways that I could do it. And it has been one of the ways I've done it. In fact, even in my own household, uh, my daughters and always saying about like, oh, what can we do? How can we create a TikTok video that will be Carter's video, you know, my son? Or, okay, now Abby has the most watched video. And, and now my other two kids, like, can we create a video? And, and, and it's kind of fun and it's things that we're doing together. But I think that's true in business and, and just in life. And instead of waiting for people to come to us, uh, waiting for us to be asked to share our thoughts and our opinions or ideas, we need to go to where the people are at. And that's a big takeaway that I've learned from TikTok. Now, right now, it's very young, meaning that 8, 9, 10, 13, 14-year-olds, they're the most um, heavily used demographic on the platform. But of course, that was the same for Instagram. That was the same for Facebook. And, and quickly, it ages up. But ultimately, those are my big three takeaways, is that, and this works in life, this works in business, that we can't be vanilla that we can't make things or have ideas that are for everybody. If we have the same opinions as everybody, then ultimately we're going to be pretty bland and, and we're not going to reach anyone. And the second thing being that, um, the second thing being that there is an advantage for moving quick. There is an advantage for being early. And so it's worth getting out there and trying things, trying new things, trying things that aren't necessarily mainstream yet, even though there are a billion users on TikTok, and I'm not talking just about social media, but what are the things that are trying that aren't necessarily accepted by all of society yet? And the third and the last thing um, is ultimately, how can we go to those? How can we go to where the people are at? And, in try, and instead of trying to work so hard to get people to come to us, what would it look like for us to go to them where everyone's at already and to engage in their world? So those are three things that I've personally learned from TikTok and three observations, and I hope they're some value to you as well. 
Thank you for listening. And if you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. And it would mean so much to me if you left a rating or a comment. Reach out to me at any time at thisisrobclark at gmail.com.